Yo, Icy, chill out. Can you go just a little bit? Sound a little bit? Just a little bit. How you gonna love me if you don't let that old go? How you gonna love me, baby? The song you just heard is a brand new song called A Song by T Rel, a Topeka born rapper who has been working to make a name for himself. He started gaining recognition in 2014 when he released his song, My Dog, and since then he has produced several other albums and has been signed with Nelly's record label for two years now. He's been working on a new untitled album for the last two years and promises fans it's going to be unlike anything they have heard from him before. Us Song is the first one to be released off the new record. T. Rel recently sat down with us in the studio to talk about growing up in Topeka, always coming back to his roots, and to perform some songs. My name is Brianna Childers, and I'm with the Topeka Capital Journal. This is Music Memos. So, um... You grew up in Topeka. You were born in Topeka. Um, tell us about your background, uh, what growing up in Topeka was like. Man, growing in Topeka for me was it was, it was, it was hard. I mean, because I grew up from the central Topeka, you know, right there on 13th and Tyler. Um, with my grandmother, you know, I didn't, I didn't have my mom a lot. I didn't have my dad a lot. But it was, it was, it was great living with my grandma because I, I feel like the strongest people come from the hardest circumstances sometimes. You know, the hard, hard upcoming, it made me want to be a better person. It made me want to, like, strive to be better than my parents or strive to be better, better than, than the average person, what you, what you would think would come from that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But Topeka's a great place. I had fun. You know, like, I had a great time growing up here. I wouldn't change it for nothing. Like, I wouldn't want to be from Atlanta. Or, not saying there's nothing wrong with it, but I'm just like, I, I appreciate where I'm from. And, like, teenage years were amazing to me. Uh, I had like my uncle. He used to let us throw house parties, and we threw them every weekend, and it was just amazing for me. That's probably why I'm an entertainer now, is because of my uncle and those parties he used to let me throw. I was like, I get addicted to it. Like I, I love to entertain. So yeah, Topeka. Growing up, Topeka was beautiful to me. Like it was painful as a youthful as youth, but you take pain and you make it smile. That's why my last project was called Smile Through It. Mm-hmm. Um. Who were some of the um, biggest um, artists that you listened to growing up? Growing up, uh, Nelly, of course. I listened to Nelly all the time. I had mm. country grandma. I used to listen to it. Seven, <laughs> seventh grade, driving, going on the uh, city bus, going to Jardine. I used to uh, listen to Nelly, and then it's crazy. I'm signed to him. But then I used to listen to 50 Cent. I, got, I actually got a, in trouble for skipping school to go buy a 50 Cent's first album. You know, because it came out with the DVD. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you came, if you went and got the album, it came with the DVD. I said, man, it was worth it. My grandma messed me up that day. So, like, <laughs> Nelly, Fifty Cent. I listened to a lot of R and B. You know, because I was raised by women, so we listened to Tyrese, Genuine, Tank, uh, artists like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, did the people you grew up with influence um, your music choices? Then, yeah, my mother was a singer. Okay. Um, I used to watch my mom sing a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, she had a band called the Office Band from here in Topeka. So she used to she used to sing all over the place, and uh, I used to watch my mom sing in the room. And I used to be like, "Man, this is this is crazy. I can sing." And you know that movie Lion King? 
Lion King started T-Rail's music career. I used to really? sing Akuna Matata. <laughs> and that's when I figured out, like, oh, I really got this. <laughs> I used to sing for dollars to go to the candy store, like, over in the uh, Pine Ridge area. Uh-huh. I used to, like, they used to give me dollars to sing. I used to sing all day just so I can go get me some candy from the candy lady or something. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, yeah, I had a big influence from my, my parents, my mom, really. Yeah. So you've been singing since you were young. At what point did you realize that you might want to do this as a career? I figured out I want to do music as a career when I was probably like 15, 16 years old. You know, throwing those parties. And then I had a friend named Marcus. He used to rap all the time. We used to be in a circle. He used to freestyle. And I was like, man, he's good. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't freestyle then. Like, But I, was, I used to call my older brother Cortez all the time. And I used to write music. And I was always afraid to get into the studio. And I used to just continually write. My brother would be like, keep writing, keep writing, little bro. So I used to call him every night, and I used to write these lyrics and write. Now it's to the point where I can walk in any booth, and I don't even need no pen or paper. And, you know, I can really just come off the vibe of the song, mm-hmm. and it just flows It flows to me like that. So that, probably when I was like 15, 16, I wanted to be an artist. And when did you start um, actively pursuing a music career? Probably around after high school, probably when I got like 18 years old. You know, I met my uh, my brother. Well, he was not my real brother, but his name's Eight Ball, and he passed away in a car mm-hmm. wreck. We got in an accident. You know, we flipped five times in the car, wow. and I, I was in the back seat, and there was the driver Savon, and I was in the uh, the back seat. My brother was in the passenger. He passed away, but when I when I when I was about 18, I met him and I told him like I want to be an artist, and he was from Memphis. You know, he had like a he had like a different type of hustle about him. You know, like people from like down south, they really got a different type of hustle. And I'm, I've learned that. And I was like, I want you to be my manager. And he took it on. He was going to college at Washburn. He was going for business and, and mass media. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, I really want you to be my manager. And he took me on. And we just really took from there. And it became like an everyday bond until he passed away. But that's 18 years old probably when I wanted to take, take it seriously. Mm-hmm. What was that or what has that journey been like for you up until you got signed with Nelly? The before Nelly, it was a journey. Um, it was a lot of hustle. Um, it was a lot of uh, constant push. It was a lot of le- sacrifice, leaving home. You gotta understand, like when I first came out, when I came out with my dog, and it really blew up in Topeka. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on the road for like three years with with, with Lil Boosie. I was on the road with him for three years. I was sleeping in my car. Uh, I was I couldn't afford hotels because obviously I'm using all my money that I got to go hotel to go to city to city to follow him. Boosie's staying in nice hotels. Mm-hmm. You know I'm staying just an, I I used all the money I had just so I could open up for him. Like I was like, hey man, how much for me to open for you? And he gave me a price and I I had it and I I gave him my last. So I didn't really care. I was sleeping in the back seat of my car just so I can open up. I had like my dog T-shirts. I was wearing the same shirt. Mm-hmm. Every like I was wearing not the same actual shirt, but like the same style of shirt, mm-hmm. because I was actually selling them on the road so I can make money to keep to keep on the road, like keep getting gas and maybe getting a hotel here and there, you know, so I can do it. And it started getting better and better and better the more I stayed away. Like my like one of my biggest advices to like local artists is to leave. You have to travel because. You'll forever just be known by the same group of people in your hometown. The, the what sets me apart is my is I traveled, and I did it for years, and I I didn't give up. It was hard, mm-hmm. you know. It was tough, and then when I got with Nelly, it was more of a 
he taught me. I learned two different styles. When I was with Lil Boosie, I learned how to hustle the music. Mm-hmm. When I got with Nelly, he taught me how to be a star. Mm-hmm. It was different. And he was like, man, you you good on the hustle. I, I feel you, nephew. <laughs> you, you know, yeah. <laughs> he said, but this is how you be a star. And now I'm performing at Drea's in Vegas and I'm doing I'm doing um, national tours with Jacquees. I just got off before COVID hit. Luckily, I went on a, a 30 day national tour. So it, it, it's like, and I was doing major venues. Like I was in LA the day Kobe Bryant died. I performed wow. in LA the day he died at a sold out arena with Jacquees. And that, that was my favorite player ever. So I was breaking mm-hmm. down. And it's crazy. Like I've been a lot of places pre Nelly. So when Nelly told me, he said, he said, T Rail, you already was, already was established before me. He said, that's why I really liked liked you you already had your own name mm-hmm. your own buzz i really don't have to do much but just give you an assist mm-hmm. so that's so nelly taught me how to be a star boosie taught me how to hustle <laughs> two good things to have um yeah. what year did you sign with nelly i signed with nelly two years ago okay so, so 2018 okay at what point did you notice um that you were starting to like pick up in popularity um, I mean, I was already popping with my dog, but mm-hmm. I noticed like I started getting like like because I when I first signed with Nelly, I had like a hundred and twenty thousand followers mm-hmm. pre Nelly, and then now I'm getting close to half a million altogether total. Three hundred, I got three hundred, like I said, three hundred forty thousand followers on Facebook. So mm-hmm. it picked up in two years. <laughs> um, my shows got bigger. You know, um, I, I'm seeing up to two thousand people myself, probably. 2500 that's just me mm-hmm. now i've done arenas i've done numerous arenas mm-hmm. um so uh, it started picking up probably the second year mm-hmm. the first year I, I ain't gonna lie the first when i first signed with nelly the buzz was crazy <laughs> oh you just signed with nelly I, my following just came in came mm-hmm. in and then he just started taking me on the road and i had to learn like it's cool to be around him but it's better for me to to take it what he's teaching me and take it on my own mm-hmm. so that's what i've been doing like i've been He's been like, come to the studio. I'm like, nah, man, give me a second. I'm recording here in Oklahoma. Why are you going to Oklahoma? You'll hear it. So, like, these new records that I'm coming up with, this new album, it's all from, like, watching him. I just showed my cousin before I came here, like, man, listen to some of my new stuff. And he was like, man, I hear a lot of Nelly influence. I'm like, yeah, because he's really been showing me a lot. And it's really been helping my music. And I've never expressed myself this way before. What has it been like for you to watch yourself grow in success, especially from where you started? It it feels good. Like it's 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 unbelievable sometimes. Like I'll be in Walmart and <laughs> I want you to picture all this T Rail and and it's fans that I've never believed would be fans. Somebody it's like older people, <laughs> so it's little kids. I'm like I went to the laundromat the other day and I was a little girl started crying. She told her mom, she said, oh, my God, it's T-Rail. She started crying. It just lets me know that I really have a strong influence, mm-hmm. with, especially here, especially everywhere. Like, I sell arenas. I, I sell places like Dallas and Houston and Boston, and I've been all over the place. But here's home. Like, Nelly told me when I first signed with him, he said, he said, you you won't mean anything in New York at the end of your career. He said, you won't mean anything in Chicago. He said, but home, you'll mean everything to home when you're, when it's time for you to sit down. He said, I'll forever mean something to St. Louis. You'll forever mean something to Topeka mm-hmm. at the end of your career. So it's like, I know I got the influence. So what it made me do was just, 
I want to be more positive. I want to give more of a positive image to these kids. I want to give more of a positive energy to these adults. I want to spread more love and show that like you can do it. Even if even if they're even if somebody's talking bad about me, I still want to sh- like show them love because they just don't understand. Mm-hmm. They they don't they don't like you. Some people just don't like you because they don't like you. They like you. They don't understand it. So you got to just teach them differently. That's why like when I made on black. And I made this. I had the chief police there, and I had uh, all the police officers there. I'm like, well, maybe if the police had a chance to meet the people and talk to them on a other basis than getting pulled over or other basis of maybe then the people will see that each other are cool people. Mm-hmm. You know, so I use my my influence. I learned when I had that influence that I that I need to. It's, it's a responsibility. So I have to really take it seriously. Um, I'm glad you brought up the I'm Black music video because that was something I wanted to talk about. Um, what was that experience like for you? Uh, it was crazy. <laughs> uh, I, I ain't going to lie. I, I was really doing it because I really was really about it. So mm-hmm. I really felt that way. And then when I when I made the post about everybody come out and I got a call from the captain of police, I was like, hey, me and the chief want to come to the – I was like, I'm kind of nervous. I'm like, what? <laughs> you guys want to do what? <laughs> um, and then when they came, all right, come on. And then y'all already here. Y'all might as well get in the music video. Mm-hmm. You know, let's show let's show unity. Let's show that we can be one together. Let's let's show that hey, the if I'm a voice of if I'm the voice of my generation, then let's show that I can if I can shake hands with you on camera, and then we can be. We could be close, and maybe they'll see that you guys are okay, mm-hmm. and you could see that they're okay. What has the response been like to that music video? It was great. I had a really great response. I mean, there's always a few people that's like, "Oh man, why are you doing that?" I don't, I don't ever, ever listen to the thirty people talking in the back. I always yeah. listen to the, to the mass of people. You know, I, I always told my brother that I like never pay attention to the twenty people back there talking about you. Mm-hmm. Just twenty people. Mm-hmm. Always pay attention to those that's that's showing love because mm-hmm. hate will sometimes make you focus on hate will try to take you away from looking at love. It'll try to blind you. Don't let it blind you. Always pay attention to the love because that's what you doing it for. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had any strained relationship with the local police department, do you feel like that helped you kind of like feel just like hey, like they they support me, like they want to be a part of this. Yeah, I mean, I, I like I like I said I threw parties and stuff like that, and I had, I had like, police come to my stuff and shut mm-hmm. it down sometimes, and I got frustrated and stuff like that. I felt like maybe they didn't support or, you know, you feel that way. But then when you start when I when you do videos like I'm black and they come support you, things come around in time, and I had to evolve as as a person. You know, sometimes you have to evolve as a person. To be able to get, to see things clear, they're doing their job. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, the police are doing their job. Sometimes they can overdo it, but you, there's there's not every officer overdoes it. You know, some that it depends on training. That depends on your captains, your chiefs, who's training these new officers. So I feel like yes, I feel like I got a little more support from them, and I feel like they. It was a question mark with T. Rail. It's like. Uh, what kind of person is T-Rail? Who is T-Rail? The police could be thinking that. So they could be thinking, I'm I'm just a hood person or, not, you know what I'm saying, or just out of there. 
And when they meet me, it's like, no, nah, this dude's cool. He's 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 not like that, or you know, that's that's what they get when they meet me. So I had to. It's all about meeting a person. That's why I brought the police together with the youth, mm-hmm. so the youth can get to know the police, and the police can get to know the youth. Because when you don't know somebody, you're just going on speculation. Right. Um, so you have a new album that you're working on. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a new single coming out on Friday. Talk to us a little bit about that new album, that new single. Yeah, I've been working on this album for two years. So I'm kind of proud of it. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to put it out because yeah. nobody's ever heard T-Rail sound this way. And I just want people to like, I want if they're going to accept it. I think they are. You know, you always every artist has this in their mind, like, oh, they're going to like this new me. It's just like if Tim McGraw started rapping. <laughs> you know, like, you're going to be like, uh, let me see. He's going to be like, I don't know. But if, if he came out and it was dope and uh-huh. it was good, he's going to be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, this is hard, Tim. So it's, it's just like I'm so used, people so used to me doing, like, trap R&B or really slow R&B. But this is it's still R&B, but it's more soul in it. Mm-hmm. It's more uh, pop. You know, it's it, it just that's how I'm coming off on this album. What influenced you to take that route? Growth. I mean, being around Nelly. I mean, just being where in the position I am. Like I was, my 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 homie. He was like, uh, "When you gonna make some more street stuff?" I said, "Bro, as you see, I'm not in the streets no more. Like, I drive a Benz. I have a nice house. I can't. I want. I, I'm, I'm real about my music. I want people to. I want to relate." Yeah. I mean, I'm not about to sit here and lie to the to my fans and stuff. If if I'm elevating, maybe my fans will elevate. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm not about to sit here and, and say, "Oh, I'm on the block all day." Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking care of my kids. I gotta. I'm doing a reality show with my son who has Down syndrome, and uh, you know, I'm doing music videos. I'm traveling the world now. And Nelly told me that he said, "Once you get with me and you start staying in these five star hotels and." You start seeing bigger things and bigger cities. Your music's going to change. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, 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 I'm elevating. Mm-hmm. Wait, are you really doing a reality show? Yeah, I'm doing a reality show That's with my so son. That's so cool. His name is His name is Jordan. It's, the show's called Best Buddies. That's awesome. He has uh, uh, Down syndrome and he he's, uh, he has cancer. So what I'm trying to show is I'm a young father taking care of a kid with Downs. And I did like six. We're doing like six episodes in a season. Mm-hmm. It's going to premiere August fourteenth on my on my on my fa- on my Facebook page. Okay. I, I actually was talking to uh, a TV producer, and she was like, "It, it ain't enough drama." I was like, it, "This type of show is needed. Nobody's ever done a show about a kid with Down syndrome, IDD, you know, with with, with disabilities." I'm sure you or you had like ideas or thoughts of like. What's it like with being a parent, or what's it like seeing a kid being a kid with Downs or autism? You know, it's 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 going to be a great show. And I I did an episode where he went on his first date. Uh, <laughs> we had an episode where he plays basketball with Travis Relaford from KU. Nice. Um, we did we we're doing all kind of episodes. We did one called Best Buddies, where it's just really me and him. And you're gonna see me as a father taking him taking him do everything. And then it's getting emotional. It's funny. It's fun. You know, so that's that's the type of stuff that I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Is most of that based in Topeka? I shot it film? all in Topeka. I like to do. I like to shoot stuff in Topeka to just show light. Like my number one video on BT was shot in Topeka. Mm-hmm. I had a number one video on BT and it was mm-hmm. shot here. That's and, cool. So I go to any any radio interview I do. I always let them know where I'm from. I'm trying to put on where I'm from. 
this city deserves it. It, mm-hmm. it needs some light on it. And maybe some other artists could grasp the looks that I'm giving to here because if I'm at a radio station or if I'm at a record label and they say, well, where are you from, T-Rail? Well, I'm from Topeka. Well, that makes you go like, let me look up Topeka. Mm-hmm. And then when you see other artists, it's their chance to get their light. So you should really want to push me more mm-hmm. if I'm already out there. I'm curious what has made you remain in Topeka because obviously you could move wherever you mm-hmm. want to, but why stay in Topeka? Kids, motor two kids. I love being a dad. Mm-hmm. Off top, I love being a dad. You know, so so. It's either move, and then I'll have to see him on holidays and summers, or I can come back here. And I can still get them on my weekends that mm-hmm. I'm supposed to get them. I actually, I, I'm thinking about this might be my last year living here. Oh, really? I'm thinking about going to Atlanta. Okay. Um, in April. Okay. So, but I'm I'm always gone though. So it's not I, I never live here. It's like my address is Marriott. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like the lady downstairs at the front desk is like, "Mom, hey, mom, I need some more towels." And hey, mom, I need... so it's, it's like I, I live on the road. Uh-huh. I'm on the road three or four days a week mm-hmm. and then I'll come home and change clothes and maybe get a couple days rest and I'm back at it. I don't, I don't like being in one place too long. Yeah. Um, why Atlanta? It's a Mecca. Everybody's there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, like I told my brother, I was like, you going to move with me? He's like, oh, no, bro. I said, bro, think about it. We, we just went and did a show, right? <laughs> After the show, we went to the strip club. <laughs> at the strip club, we ran into Jermaine Dupri. Bow Wow, <laughs> Brian Michael Cox, and uh, multi-platinum producer Drummer Boy all in the same club. Wow. I said, they're, they're, that networking is not in Topeka. Mm-hmm. You know, that networking is in Atlanta. It, yeah. it, it only in, increased my brand and who I am and musically. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But I'll always come back here. My mom stays here. I'm a kid. So, yeah, Topeka's always home. Yeah. I can always visit. I'll keep a house here. Does experiences like that still kind of like make you feel like oh my gosh I can't believe this is my life or have you just gotten yeah. used to it no I ain't used to it <laughs> no it's still it's still amazing to me yeah. like I be going places I'm like bro bro you know look look at that is I went to the airport one day I was flying getting ready to go to a show and I walk into 50 cent and he knew my music so I'm like oh this is 50s. I got, I got in trouble for buying your album, sir. <laughs> you know, <laughs> skipping school as a, in high school. Yeah. It's like being around Nelly, like, we go places, you might see T.I., you might see anybody, whoever you might think of. He, we, he was bowling with McGill in L.A. So it's like, yeah, like, I'm going to Cali, I'm going to Cali Friday. To a, I, you know, I'm signed to another label called Empire. Okay. That's my distribution company. Empire is probably one of the biggest distribution companies out, period. Okay. They got Tyga. They got T.I. They got uh, anybody you can think of. Young Dolph. Anybody you can think of, they mm-hmm. got. And I'm going there. And I've run into people there all the time. I, I ran into P. Diddy's son there last time I went there. So it, it, it's like surreal sometimes. So you're like thinking about like, man, I'm really here. And I'll be thinking about where I come from all the time. Every time I go places, like, bro, I'm really from... Topeka, Kansas. I'm really from this small town in Kansas, and I'm sitting in this record label, or I'm sitting in this. I'm doing. I'm on an arena stage. You know what I'm saying? We don't got no clubs here. Mm-hmm. We don't got no. We don't really have a lot of DJs to play at clubs. We don't. We got a. And we got Kansas City down the street with a radio station. But you still have to fight pri- for priority on radio to get your song on there, and they're going to give it to their local artist. 
over a Topeka artist. Mm. So I had to fight hard. So I'll be thinking like, man, I really worked my tail off to get here. That's and funny. yeah, I'm still shocked every time I meet somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine that I would ever get used to I'm in to a those. club in <laughs> Dallas like this, and Nelly's <laughs> performing, and I look to my left, and there's and there's um there's Ezekiel Elliott. I'm like, hey Nelly, there's Ezekiel Elliott. He's like, oh, that's my nephew from St. Louis. I come take a picture with T. Rail. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm a Cowboys fan, so I'm like, oh, Ezekiel Elliott. No, it's just like, man, that's wild. Yeah, don't let me meet Drake. <laughs> Maybe he's next on the list. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> um, okay, so when, what is your new album, the name of it? I haven't thought of the Oh, name you haven't? Yet. Okay. Do you have a release date yet for I it? I haven't got a date yet. Okay. Uh, I'm still waiting to, um, for Nelly to get back from L.A. Okay. So he wants to hear it. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of nervous about that because he ain't heard none of this yet. And I really know he's going to love it. But when I get with him, then we'll sit down and we'll... Discuss everything. Mm-hmm. My last album was called Smile Through It. It did, it did really well. Mm-hmm. But this single comes out Friday. Mm-hmm. The single from it, Us Song. Tell us what that song is about. Just kind of break it down for us. Us Song is really a love record. It's more of a don't leave me type record. Um, you know, we're both not perfect. We, we both have issues. Um, it's like it's gonna it's gonna mend a lot of relationships. I feel like it, when you hear it, it's gonna bring people that are really on separation. It's gonna bring them back together. Mm-hmm. That's what this record's really gearing towards, mm-hmm. you know. And it, it's needed these days because mm-hmm. it's not around no more. People are not making those type of records, and it's what I it's what I've been going through, and I know a lot of people go through. And love is tough, you know. When you're trying to you're trying to love and stuff like that, so. Mm-hmm. That's what this that's what this record's about. Okay. Cool. All right. Yo, Icy, chill out. Can you go just a little bit? Sound a little bit? Turn up. Just a little bit. How you gonna love me if you don't let that go? This ain't no love 
song This in a song Hurry up and come home Don't you go, don't you go Come home, yeah Yeah, I don't care Don't you dare let go Don't you go, don't you go Come home Yeah, I don't care Don't you dare let go Yeah, 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 that's one of them. Yeah. T-Rail Us song. You like that one? That's sick, that's sick. Let's go. Keep bringing it, I got you. you mad again I guess you looking for a cover-up every other day you say you done with us or how it's cold without you guess I'll bundle up mm-hmm. what's wrong with us mm-hmm. and why you all up in your feelings mm-hmm. I swear you started this you'll be doing you why not enough sometimes you have to just draw the line you'll be ignoring me all the time you used to be my little cheerleader now I'm stuck riding the bench Somehow on the way we lost our way Somehow on the way we lost our way Our way, ay. Our way, ay. Our way, ay. Our way, ay. Can we smile again? Can we get in bed and cuddle up? Love to stick around, it ain't dumb. Love not done with us. Ooh, what's wrong with us? Mm-hmm. Why you all up in your feelings? Mm-hmm. I swear you started this. You've been doing you, why ain't not enough? Sometimes you have to just draw the line. You be ignoring me all the time. You used to be my little cheerleader. Now I'm stuck right in the bench. Somehow along the way we lost our way Somehow on the way we lost our way Our way, ay. Our way, ay. Our way, ay. Our way, ay. T-Rail, our way. Like that one, that's something that's gonna be on my new album. Man, I appreciate that. <laughs>